how do you find your why? How do you find the purpose for your life? Really, your why, in the words of Simon Sinek, your why, it's the gift that you give to the world. In fact, your purpose is what enlivens and boldens the entire world around you. You see, there's two different ways to travel through life. The first way is to meander, to look for people that attract you, that business or client or relationship that works and you're drawn to, and then you mold yourself to be able to fit into that relationship, mold yourself to offer the offerings of that potential employer or client. The second way is the person or the way of living, which can effectuate their purpose and live with intent and live with directionality. And through that directionality, understand their purpose and where they're going and be able to direct themselves to the place which they were made to fit. You are the person who is the missing piece for the place that is the determined future of your purpose. Now, Simon Sinek was really wise when he said, you need to find your why. This idea that why it should be the focus. Now, he differentiates this between the who, what, when, where, and how, and he focuses on the why. Now, this is in classical management. This is the deconstruction of the mission, vision, operating principles, strategy, tactics, hierarchical cascadence of statements that the mission and the vision of where you're going and what you want to do and what you want to become as an organization or as a person should then cascade down through your daily and weekly and, and annual actions. This is this is very, very true classically in management as well as the way that Simon Sinek makes it stand out. So it's not a new principle, this idea of finding your why. It is a twist and a personalization of the corporate hierarchical structure of the mission, vision, and core values, strategy, building process of organizations. So Sinek gives this example. He says, you want to find out what your why is. Here's a great exercise. Call a friend. In fact, call them when they're not expecting your call and just ask them, why are we friends? Why are you friends with me? Why am I friends with you? And then just be quiet and see what they say. Now, a lot of friends, if you do this, if you're someone this is close to, if you're close to this person, they're not going to just answer you right off the bat. They're going to, oh, what do you what do you want to know that for? Why, what's going on? What's That's a strange question. Just keep asking them the question. You might have to ask, have to ask it. You may have to ask it four or five times, but keep asking them, why are we friends? And if they say, well, it's because you helped me one time. Well, why did I help you one time? Well, it's because... You saw that I needed help with math or need help with my finance. You need help with my job. Well, why did I think that about you? Well, because I have a problem with communication. And, and you dive deeper and deeper through these series of qu why questions to your friends. And after you do that with a few friends, you then get a sense of what potentially your why is, what you're passionate about, what attracts people to you. Now, this is also something that's useful in identifying what your purpose is. Now, here's a here's a great exercise for defining where your purpose is. Imagine a Venn diagram. Remember, the Venn diagrams are the, the three or more overlaid circles where there's some concentric circles where the spaces in the circles overlap, where areas of the circles overlap. Now, the first circle you want to think about is what do you enjoy where do you find energy what things give you enlivenment what things give you joy and put that in one of the circles in one of the other circles i want you to put the things there that people are willing to pay you for whether it's your job or side business or things that you know that there's a market for that you think that you would be very very good at put those in that circle what are the things that people are willing to pay for you to do 
for them. And then thirdly, I want you to think in this third circle and write the things down. What are you competent at? What are you really, really good at that you have the opportunity to be perhaps one of the the handful of best in the world at? Can you make really, really great cakes? Can you do taxes really well? Can you communicate really well? Can you build teams of people? Are you really good at cold calling? Are you really good at teaching kids life goals? Are you really good with working with teenagers? You're really great with working with the elderly. What are the things that you're good at? Now, when you look at these three circles, the things that you enjoy, the things where people would pay you to do, there's actually a market for it, and the things which you're competent at. The intersection of these three circles, the concentricity, these are concentric circles, so they, the place where they overlap, in there, you will find your what, and then you also will find your why. The what and the why are always together. Now, people like the great Tozer remark that it's not what you do, it's why you do it that makes you stand apart. The idea of, of holiness within the traditional scriptural and Jewish backgrounds means set apart. So what Tozer is saying is not what you do, it's why you do it that will make you stand out, that will set you apart from others. And so you're under motive. The motive that's beneath all the other motives are what will drive you. And this is a little bit what Sonic is getting at when he talks about you need to find your why. He also says that your why is the gift that you give to the world. Your why is the gift that you give to the world. And that if you're not working, if you're not living within the area of your why, you're robbing the world of a gift. This is really an important motive. And it's important why you as leaders, whenever you think about people that are within your teamwork, within your domain of care, why you have to sometimes turn people free. You have to turn them loose to go work in other places, go do other things, because you see they're not very good at things. You see that they don't have an energy for certain types of work. You see that it's not really worthwhile for you to pay them to do that work. And if these three concentric circles do not overlap for a purpose and for a person, it's your job as a leader to let them go, to free them. Because the purpose of a human, their why, is far more important than the logistical hole that they fill within your organization, within your team. These are two different ways of living, how to use people or how to work with people's passions and purpose to help them fulfill their vision. And when their vision, when their why is in alignment with your organization, with your team, that's when you have a match. But in every other case, it's your responsibility as a leader to let that person go pursue and even to encourage them. Sometimes you've got to kick them out. Sometimes a mother bird has to push the baby birds out of the nest to get them to fly for the first time. And that's sometimes the role of the leader. So your why is the gift that you give to the entire world. Your why is the intersection of of what you enjoy, what you're competent at, and what people are willing to pay you for. And it's not what you do, it's why you do it that gives your life meaning and that gives meaning and a gift back into the world.